Welcome to episode 45. 45. Of Around the Outside, an IndyCar podcast with your host, Chris and Ryan. As always. In this, I don't want to say short, but abbreviated episode, we are strictly just talking about the Nashville GP, the Music City GP. Yep. Uh, we'll go through all things that. We'll talk about um, the weekend, the track, qualifications, mm-hmm. yeah, and then sure. obviously the race. Um, and then at the end, we'll talk about how it shook out the points, and we'll even talk about a little betting. So um, Yeah, that's about it. Interesting weekend. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Obviously, we think, uh, uh, you know, we had some criticism of the race during the race, uh, which was fair from sitting on our couch. Uh, race got better towards the end. But we definitely think that this is a race, if you were there, you probably had a spectacular yeah. time. And we think it needs to be back. Oh, absolutely. 1,000%. Tweak a little things, but but it'll be back. So, yeah. hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, episode 45, where we're talking the uh, wrap-up from Nashville. Peace. We'll see you. Enjoy the episode. And here we go with episode 45. 45. Coming at you the Monday after the Nashville Music City Grand Prix. Pretty interesting race. Yeah. um, (laughs) It was was an interesting weekend. Yeah, for sure. Uh, watching, Watching practice was was pretty cool and watching everybody make mistakes and run wide and you know lock their brakes up and go into the you know runoff areas and, or just straight up hit the wall or just straight up smoke the wall yeah uh, which a, we saw plenty of a bad weekend for jimmy johnson yeah not not a good weekend for old jimmy uh was really looking forward to the race or you know to the weekend um watching you know seeing how this new track is yeah for sure it looked really cool before the weekend made a big deal about going over the bridge and over the water which was that was pretty cool yeah um you know they they did that twice they went over and came back um track was pretty bumpy yeah pretty bumpy i think it was probably it's probably rougher than what detroit is is what from what it looked like uh so far save of the year yes goes to Scott McLaughlin. It was mighty impressive. <laughs> he, he was coming down over on the on the downside of the bridge and man he was like damn near all the way that sideways. That was code brown level five. Holy cow man. So uh good on you, Scott McLaughlin, because that was impressive. Yeah, heck of a save. Um heck of a save. Colton Herta Class of the field all weekend. All weekend. By far, not only the best car, but the best driver. When you put on the blacks and qualifying in the first group, and you're clear by, what was it, a second or half a second on blacks? Something insane. That's unbelievable. Colton Herta is just a badass race car driver. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He dominated St. Pete in much the same way. Yeah, Um, for sure. You know the whole weekend, and uh, he's if, really if it's not good. for some bad luck he's had this year, he's probably championship contender. It's just right unbelievable! Now. It's just unbelievable. I mean, he obviously um, now 
he had kind of let go both ways a little bit. Um, and we'll talk about that once we get into the race. But um, uh, quick news hit before we get into the race. Uh-huh. And we're, we're not going to preview Indy in this episode. We'll, we'll 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 drop another podcast on Thursday um, where where we will do the the Indy NASCAR Xfinity the Triplehead or whatever. Name for this weekend's race is the Big Machine Spiked Coolers Grand Prix, which I can tell you, not worth the price. Not worth the price. We. <laughs> We bought one in May. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's like a Capri Sun. Yeah, it's like a vodka version of Capri Sun. Yeah. For like, what was it like? I think almost like 13 bucks. 11 bucks. Something like bucks. that, yeah. It was it was insane though. Not worth it. Uh, no. Tasted good. Tastes pretty good, but not worth, yeah. not worth the cost. So, um, Bob Jenkins. Yeah, just now. Was, drive, was driving home from work and... Uh, Got an email from the track, and uh, they announced that Bob Jenkins had passed away today. Mm-hmm. Battling cancer for the past eight months, I believe, I believe they said he was 73, 72. 73. Something like that. He was 73. Um, probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, calls of a finish of an Indianapolis 500. Mm-hmm. Um, with Little Al and, and Goodyear, Scott Goodyear. Yep. Um, I mean that that call alone gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. Um, and like you said, he'd been battling cancer uh, for a while, and um, that's a shame. Mm, that's yeah, a shame. for sure. So uh, rest for in sure. peace, Bob Jenkins. Uh, prayers out to all his friends and family. Um, and I'm sure he'll be honored this weekend. At the oh, race. he needs to be, yeah. Uh, either this weekend or next May, because um, he's probably both. He's had such a probably big, both. he's had such a big impact on that place. Yeah. So. Um, no doubt. Condolences to everybody involved with with that whole situation. So. Other tidbit of news: We found out who's driving for Ray Hall. At the race this weekend, At yeah. The race this weekend, Christian Lungard. And who is that? He is a F two winning driver right now. I don't know what team he drives for, but I do know he's in the F one twenty twenty one video game. I do know he's in the Alpine. He's the he's Alpine, in the Al- Alpine Alpine driver academy, driver academy. So he's kind of in their school. So yeah. Um, yeah, really. I think he his name got, it got leaked that when Askew had his test with Ray Hall, he was the other driver that was there because there were two drivers testing there. So this isn't a super shock if he's um, if you saw that news. So I'm sure we'll see Lungard this year. I'm sure you'll see Oliver Askew this year because they're just gonna. I think they're just kind of giving drivers a test in that seat. Really, is all it is. Right. Um, and seeing who they want to fill out in that third car next year. So. But this weekend it is Christian Lungard. So um, that'll be interesting to see him get his first laps in here. Yeah. In a race situation. Um, so moving on to the race, to the weekend. Um, you obviously had Colton Hurd dominate. It was a Honda dominated yeah, weekend. Yeah, it was. Honda was right? very strong. So it was Hurton or uh, 
hurt. Hurt. It was hurt. On hurt the to pull. put a hurting on the field for right. most of the weekend. Hurt on the pole. Dixon was qualified second. Rossi qualified Rossi was third. third yeah. Um, Pillow technically qualified third, but he had his sixth uh, place grid penalty. And that's stemming from them changing the, changing the, the engine. engine after a Portland and test. That's the second time that's happened this year, I believe. So, yeah, so instead of start, starting third, he started ninth. Yep. Um, but you kind of got an idea watching practice that this was going to be a crazy race. Yeah, people were, I mean, they were making mistakes left. I mean, there was at least a red flag every session, right. if not two or three. Um, um, so there were mistakes constantly being made. That led into what is the race going to be like? Yeah. And speculation about that. And at one point in time, you would come to me and you said, over under on yellows was seven. Yeah. And red flags was like one and a half. Yeah. And you said you were taking the over on both. <laughs> and I said, you're crazy. You know, there's no way there's going to be, you know, more than seven cautions. Well, and then we get. 40 laps into the race halfway and we're at six yeah that was crazy um i was mm. listening to colton <clears throat> i was listening to colton's radio he's very animated <laughs> yeah on the radio <laughs> very colorful language um he he is a good listen you know if anybody out there wants to listen or um you're at the track and you got a scanner Turn it on, Colton Herta. He's a good one. If you're one. at home and you're listening to it on the IndyCar app, punch in old Colton Herta. He's a good one <laughs> to listen to. Um, but he was pretty, I mean, he was like, he was calling these guys idiots. And, yeah. You know, and I'm sure a lot of that's just emotion at the time, but you take the first 50 laps of that race and it was almost run almost all under yellow. Yeah, I ended up, uh, someone posted the total, you know, run time of the race, and I be, I've, it was, I know more yellow than green, but it was like an hour and five or maybe more minutes than that, and then under yellow and under green, it was only like 50 to 55 minutes, I believe. So we had more yellow laps than we did green. Um, it's a cool venue. Yeah, I, th- I mean, they had 50,000 plus. I mean, it looked really cool, and I'm sure it's a really fun weekend to go down there. And, I, and that's what we were talking about. From a standpoint of sitting on a couch watching this race, until towards the end, it wasn't very good. Even when they were uh, racing and not having all the yellows, it, they, they really kind of just got strung out there. Uh, nobody was passing, you know. It's hard heard, track to pass I heard on. Newgarden come over the radio and say that he didn't think he was going to be able to to do a lot of passing. And this was after he went to the rear. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know. I mean, you know, the bridge going over the bridge. Those were those were pretty pretty intense areas. But again, I think sitting on the couch, it didn't really pan out till the end. Now. Having said that, we also were talking about this is one of those races that you probably need to be in attendance at mm-hmm. because the uh, atmosphere, um, everything going on around you. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get to go down to Nashville's Broadway and 
have a good time down there, and then you just cross the bridge and head over the track. So I mean, I am a hundred percent positive that the people that went to the race I'm probably sure they had a hell of a time, enjoyed themselves immensely. Yeah, for uh, sure. Now, would what's what's going to happen next year? Um, hopefully, the crowd's back the way it was, um, and you know, people that were sitting there in the stands and watching them guys running around behind the pace car for half the race don't get discouraged right um there's always things to learn from from a brand new race so i'm sure that there will be tweaks made mm-hmm. yeah to, for sure they'll the, probably tweak the track to the a little track bit. itself yeah it is really narrow it's tight in in those you know, it's very tight in, in those those two sections basically you got two different sections and they're connected by the bridge yeah um, it's super narrow. Now, Colton Hurdle was passing some dudes in those sections. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was, he was the only moves, one. Man. But um, it's really tight, and I'm, I bet you they make some changes uh, to that track for next year. Um, but all in all, probably a very, very successful event for IndyCar. I would say so. Um, and it's even come out since today it came out the when Nashville or when Nashville when NASCAR came back to Nashville I believe last month they came back to Nashville the Nashville Speedway um, they had like a TV rating of 4.5 or something like that and then IndyCar's the official number hadn't come out yet but the rating number they got for last or for this past weekend was 5.9 so they beat um, NASCAR in Nashville that's insane. I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, I think it's cool that it's downtown. Yeah. And you can walk across that mm-hmm. bridge yeah. and get to it. Um, I, you know, I, it's definitely a, a, a it's definitely a race we're going to put on our list. Yeah, for sure. To go to. Um, and just hope that it doesn't fizzle out, you know, and then the promoters end up losing money and then it goes away because... It's it's a pretty just watching on TV. It looked like a pretty cool atmosphere. Yeah, for sure, for so, sure. Um, why don't we start going down, going down the list here, and we'll talk about you know these guys' day. Yeah, for sure. Um, coming home first, Mar- Marcus Erickson, airborne on lap four, and he wins the race by lap eighty. Um, really, in his fault too. He just runs right in the back of Seb Sebastian. Poor Seb. He's very bad luck this year. I think that that's the third time that's happened to him this year. Right. Both Texas races. Yeah. And so, but Marcus has to replace his wing, has a drive-through, not just a drive-through, a stop-and-go under yet or under green, I believe. They had gone green since then. So, he served a stop-and-go under green, comes back to win the race somehow. That just shows you how crazy this race was. Right. He got two penalties, as a matter of fact. I was reading yeah, about it. He, yeah. He got a penalty for... Uh, unapproved work on his car during a red flag or something, and that put him to the tail end. And then th- when they started, he had to serve his stop and go. Mm-hmm. Comes back and wins. That's insane. Crazy day for him, but congrats to him. And, uh, and he, let's give him some credit. Yeah. Because when the race finally got going and Colton Herta was on his tail. He was, he was coming up. He kept you know, pace. 
coming up, you know, Pat, he passed, what, three cars? Maybe more. Um, and then he's it on Erickson, like. and then Erickson held him off. Yeah. You know, Erickson, and Erickson was trying to hit a fuel number. Um, he had older red tires on. Mm-hmm. And he held off Colton. He held off Colton to the point of forcing Colton into an error. Yeah, Colton, you and know, made that mistake at the end, Colton put it in the wall. Smokes the wall. So, uh, hats off to Marcus Erickson. Hell of a drive. Coming, yeah, for coming sure. home in second, Scott Dixon. Typical Dixon race. Yeah, starts second, finishes second, ran up front all day long. Uh, crazy race for him, just with so many yellows. They ended up, never see this in IndyCar, but it was, unless it's like you're just topping off for fuel. Came in under a normal pit stop and took fuel only and ran, I think, 50-plus laps on his tires. Unbelievable. Yeah, now, I'm, there was a, a lot of yellow, but... I heard um, Michael Cannon come over and say that, why would they change tires? Because they had only had, like, two green flag Yeah, they didn't have a lot tires, on their tires. So, so. Uh, good, good points day for Dixie. Yep. Good points day for Dixie. Coming home third, another shocker. This is how backwards this race was. Yeah. Um, but another shocker, uh, James Hinchcliffe. Gets himself a podium. Gets himself Good a podium. weekend for Hinch. And then Hunter, he even qualified well, too. He did qualify well. Yeah, Hinch had a good weekend. And then coming home fourth was Ryan hunter Ray. Also good to see. Um, so the two guys for Andretti. That are about to get the boot. That are about to get the axe come home. Um, in the top two spots for all the Andretti cars. Yeah, so good weekend for those guys. Uh, Graham Rahal once again brings it home in fifth place. Just consistent this year. Besides he, the 500, just in, consistent. And qualifying. If they could qualify, holy cow, man. He'd be a contender. Watch out. I heard him say, or he wrote something on, on Facebook or Twitter or something, that their team this year has consistently had issues with getting their tires up to temp. Mm-hmm. And my question would be, why? Like, what? Like what's... And I, I mean, it's easy to say, okay, well, what's the issue? Because if you knew the issue, then they'd probably <laughs> solve the issue, right? Um, but that just seems like, like that would be my, my answer is, okay, well, why is that happening? Um, coming home in sixth... Ed Jones, which I think he passed the most of the cars. He probably did. Um, he goes. He started at the back. Yeah, towards yeah, the back. Much needed a good weekend for him. He needed that big time. And then coming home seventh, your points leader Alex Pillow. Consistent. Not right. not a terrible day for him. Eighth was Felix. Started fourth. Not yeah. bad for Felix. And then coming home ninth. Top ten. Started fifteenth. Started fifteenth. Elio Castro Neves. I was very happy to see his name in ninth. Not bad for coming back. It's his first race back since the 500. I'll take a first and, and a ninth. He gets a top 10 yep. out of it. So good on Elio. Yep. Uh, tenth was Jay New. Um, not no. a good weekend for Jay New. No. He, he never really had no. the speed. But I think he would take 10th after everything he went through in that race because oh, yeah. he went through a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, Went through a lot. Some other notables. Uh, our boy Connor Daly, who was running third, third at one, at point, one yeah. point, brings it home in 12th. Uh, 13th was Pato Award. Not a good points day for Pato. Yeah. And then coming home in 14th, 
And I haven't seen anything posted on Twitter. But I'm assuming that the majority of his teammates were pretty honked off at him. Because <laughs> old Slick Willie P. He, he caused some damage. Will Power caused some damage. <laughs> now, the one with Simon, I think that's just a racing thing because I think Will was all the way beside him. Yeah, I think Will was far. It was He just he said, was far enough. Excuse up, me, I'm coming through. Simon just kind of came down, racing thing. Right. Now, the one with McLaughlin, McLaughlin that, that was Will's fault. He Will, <laughs> Will, Will kind of sent it in there. And if there's, just like they talked about on TV, if there's one rule at Penske is you don't take your teammates out. Yeah. And, and uh, Power hey, you know, was just, involved in two out of the four. Yeah. So, um, it'd be interesting to be a fly on that wall, so. Uh, and then uh, Grosjean brings home at 16th. At one point in time, leading. he was leading the race. Yeah. Um, that just kind of tells you how weird that, that race yeah. was. And um, There was that one section where um, everybody's talking about, you know, PT and Towns and them are talking about how Colton is, man, Colton screwed here. Because Col- he stayed mm-hmm. out and he just kept having yellows and all these people were pitting. Yep. And, and they're like, Colton screwed here. Colton screwed. Well, it was, well, it was the Pagano deal. Where it was the Pagano deal where that just backed the whole thing up. Yep. So Colton under yellow. Or maybe it wasn't the Pagano deal because they red flagged that. I forget what it but was. But it, it went yellow. It went yellow. Colton was able to pit under yellow, came out from pit from first, came out, I believe he ended up fourth. Fourth. How is that possible? So and that was. That's know, just. But he kind of timed that up right. Like he backed off. Yeah, backed off and then he just backed off, let, sent it in there. Let the the pace car go, and then he just then he just had a big run away from the field, mm-hmm. and then ducked in, and then the pace car had to slow down or basically stop because they were trying to clear the track. Yeah, and then that's what caused the field to catch up and going really slow, and then all of a sudden he comes out. Um, and if you know if they were going to use that line where the blend line. Hell, he probably comes out first. Yeah. But I guess the blend line was actually the line before that. And so it was just crazy. Yeah, just but weird stuff. But it was a crazy, crazy race. Crazy race. Man. I mean, that was a crazy race. Yeah. Lots of. Uh, They're fighting the darkness. I mean, hell, it almost got dark on yeah, them. Yeah. They, they, I think they were 20 minutes away from sunset. From sunset. When they yeah. Uh, so, and it's, it, they, you know, everybody was saying, because the way the TV cameras are, they opened up those. You know the lenses, and it, and it brings in more light to mm-hmm. give you, uh, you know, a, a false sense of light on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really dark. Like the pace car had its headlights on <laughs> the last time it was out there. Yeah. So uh, crazy race for sure. Crazy race, man. What what's your ending thoughts on this? Um, you know, just a weird day. I think you know, make some tweaks to the track. Because I really enjoy the track. I do. I like the layout of it. I think it's. it was really cool to watch them practice. It I was agree. just a matter of, you know, probably no one's been there. It's bumpy. It's rough. It's probably the toughest track they've been to all year, Physic, physicality-wise. There were bound to be some mistakes by drivers, and there were plenty. I don't even mind the um, – I don't mind the bumpiness. Uh I love the challenge of, you know, coming down those hills. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's cool. And then having to woe the car up to, you know, to get it to make that turn. And there were several guys we saw, um, you know, Jimmy Johnson wrecked 
either I forget if it was four or nine, one you know, on one one side of the bridge or the other. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson wrecked there. Um Connor Daly wrecked there. Joseph Newgarden wrecked there. McLaughlin almost wrecked there. McLaughlin almost wrecked there. Jimmy uh, wrecked. Colton wrecked there during the race. Um, yep. And then, let alone the people that locked it up and then decided, whoops, and I'm going to go straight into this little runoff. And yeah. Do yeah. 360. It was, it was an interesting weekend, though, man. But. Interesting. I like the track. Yeah. I just think they need to tweak it a little bit and maybe widen some of those sections. Yeah, I, they need to widen it a little bit so we don't have as much yellow. That um, and and then I one thing I think they need to do is I don't know if you move the start finish line, but you at least need to have every restart on the bridge. Yeah, I didn't. I think it just the restarts weren't very good just because you could they could. It's, the leader could accelerate into the last corner, turn onto the straight. I mean, he had a lead going into the yeah, turn. Yeah, but they, they had everything. Well, and then yeah, and of course that's where a lot of the problems came from. So, so you know, either either move the start finish line, and I don't know how that works with pit lane and all that stuff, but or keep the start finish line where it's at, but move the restarts to one side of the bridge or the other. Yeah, for sure. It wouldn't matter to me which yeah. one, but um, no doubt. Impressive track. Yeah, really cool. It looked good on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, with the with the downtown, Scott. You know the you know the skyline and the the Titans Stadium. And, yeah, it did. It was a really cool venue. Uh, Be really cool to have been there. Yeah, for sure. And we will get there hopefully next year. Yeah. So we got points next. Points. Break her down. So, uh, in first at the moment, still Alex Pillow, who I think he extended his lead, but Dixon was also able to cut it a little bit. So, Pillow's in first with 410. Dixon moves to second, 42 back. Pillow goes down to third, 38 back. 48 back. 30, yeah, 48 back. My bad. New Garden is still fourth, but now 75 back. And. Erickson's still fifth, but now only 79 back. Look at that. I mean, Chip Ganassi's got to be loving it. point for Erickson is he is the point leader since the 500. Yeah, I heard him say that. that he's So it's points. not just a, you know, a weird win in a way. Yeah, but, I mean, he's being – I mean, he was second at Mid-Ohio. He won Detroit, too, which power should have won. But I, he's still finishing up front. I think this win is more legit than – Yeah. The Detroit I, win. I, I agree. The Detroit race, he wasn't going to win. No. Um, and then Powers' car won't start. Yeah. This race was weird because, yeah, he was airborne at the start of it. Mm-hmm. Comes back, uh, gets you know, has to do two penalties. And then because of all the yellows and just, you know, circumstances. He ends up, ends up in the lead. He ends up in the lead. However, he held off Colton Herta. Mm-hmm. He did, and um, I don't know if Colton was going to catch him. So he, uh, I think Colton was, and then he made kind of that dive—not even dive bomb—but he really sent it down into one of the corners after the bridge, and he lost a lot of time right there. So, so, but good weekend for Erickson. Really happy to see him doing well. Um, 
I think going. I think he'll need this. I don't know if he'll necessarily win the championship this year because he's. I mean, he's got a long way to go unless he can rattle off another win and Pelot have a bad yeah, weekend. He'll have some time, some chances coming up in the years to come. But I think next year and the year after, you know, the year like you said, years to come, he'll be pretty solid. It was pretty. It was pretty cool, man. Twenty-seven cars. You know, um, Cody Ware probably shouldn't have been out there. Well, he got, he actually got disqualified got, for that. Yeah, he got taken off the track for being too slow. Um, Jimmy had a, a rough weekend. <laughs> Not a good weekend for Jimmy. Uh, you know, so it was just uh, Pinsky didn't have a great weekend either. No. Uh, you know, they were not fast, you know, at all. Not be, too fast. To and be honest with you. Wrecking each other. Yeah. So, but having said all that, that will wrap up this episode. Um I know it's a short one, but we just wanted to to recap Nashville. Yeah. Uh, we will come back on this Thursday, and we'll do our uh, preview. Preview for the, the uh, spiked, spiked Cooler Grand Prix. Spiked Cooler Grand Prix, and we'll drop that out on uh, on Thursday, probably the same day that the betting odds come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was glad to see that that you know after the month off that was that that was back in full force. There's actually a new sports betting app here in indiana and i'm sure it's in other states and that's caesars yep. uh, caesars now has their own sports book uh, betting app uh, the cool thing about the caesars app is if you have a caesars rewards club card that you use at the casino yeah when you register and sign up you can enter your rewards card number in the re- in your registration and it it saves it and every time you make a bet it you get credit on it on your rewards on your season yeah rewards. really cool and if they had indycar um on there you could bet on you could bet on the race now it was strictly who's going to win who's going to win they didn't have now any, i will tell you one like really good sports book is the barstool sports book if it's available in your state um they have joey molinaro who is uh he was an intern for Pat McAfee at one point, but he's lived here for he's he's lived in Indy for a while. Uh, started working at Barstool, so he's an IndyCar fan. So he's kind of brought IndyCar to Barstool Sports, which is really good because Barstool is as big as it is. So um, that's a good app. They have matchups, stuff like that, prop bets. So that's a good one to go to. All righty, keep on betting. Hopefully, you win some money. Um, I did not. I well, I won twice. I won. Uh, who did I bet on? Rossi in his matchup and um, Pato in his matchup. So that was like six bucks a piece. So yeah. That's all I got. So, all right. We're done. We're out of here. That's a wrap on episode 45. And uh, we will see you on Thursday. We will be here on Thursday. Peace. Deuces.